There are single people in the church having sex with each other and then coming to worship. They're single. Having sex outside of marriage and then coming to church. I love you. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord, today. But tonight, I'm going another way. There are men and women who are unmarried and who go on trips out of town for the weekend together. Then they'll come back to church and worship and want to serve in ministry. Welcome to today's broadcast. This is Jerry G. Martin. We're bringing you messages this month on relationships. And today we're going to talk about a subject that we don't hear very much about. It is sexual immorality. This is a message for those who are single and a message for those who are married as well. Every believer need to walk in purity. Join with us as we talk about this subject today as we walk in the light of God's Word. Now why did he go through that long list? He already told them, don't do what they were doing in Egypt. They were doing that in Egypt. And don't do what they're going to do where you're going. They're doing that where you're going. That's why I'm identifying and say, don't do that. Look at what he says in verse 24. Do not defile yourself in any of these ways because this is how the nation that I'm going to drive out before you became defiled. Even the land was defiled, so I punished it for its sin. And the land vomited out its inhabitants. The native born and the aliens living among you must not do any of these detestable things for all these things were done by the people who lived in the land before you and the land became defiled and if you defile the land it will vomit you out as it vomited out the nations that were there before you and everyone who does any of these detestable things such persons must be cut off from their people Keep my requirements and do not follow any of the detestable customs that were practiced before you came and do not defile yourself with them. I am the Lord your God. So with that background, Paul is talking to the church in Corinth and saying, okay, don't, don't be ignorant, brother. I want, I want to give you some clue. I want to tell you. I want you to look back at the historical occurrence so you don't fall into the same thing. The incident of that sexual immorality that Paul was talking about in Corinthians is recorded in the book of Numbers where he said 24,000 were killed in one day. So while in the wilderness, the people begin to play the harlot with the daughters of Moab. Now, let me set this scene for you. The Israelites have come out of Egypt. They're meandering their way through the desert. And uh, we know when we study, those of us who have looked at the scriptures and know the, the history in the, in the book of uh, Numbers, they are gathered right there before they go across the Jordan. In the book of Joshua, they go across the Jordan and make their first entrance into that land and they take the first city, that's Jericho. But they haven't got there yet. They're still on the east side of the river Jordan and they are camped out. And they're camped out and the people on the west side of the Jordan have heard about them and heard about how many there are and how strong they are and how powerful their God is. And they are afraid of them. And they're sitting there. But look, Numbers 25 verse 1 says, While Israel was staying in Shittim, the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with Moabite women who invited them 
to the sacrifice to their gods. The people ate and bowed down before these gods. So Israel joined in worshiping the Baal of Peor and the Lord's anger burned against them. The Lord said to Moses, take all these leaders of, the peop of these people, kill them and expose them in broad daylight before the Lord so that the Lord's fierce anger may turn away from Israel. So Moses said to Israel's judges, each of you must put to death those of your men who have joined in worshiping the Baal of Peor. Now, just at first glance, you're, you're just looking at that and you're saying, okay, so these men went out to, to worship the Baal of Peor with some Moabite women. But uh, as we dig into this, it's much, much more than that. After God had already given them this specific instruction, they already had this instruction about what not to do. Have you ever did something that God already said don't do? Say amen. God had already given them this instructions. They already knew that. But they're here sitting in the wilderness. They're sitting out there in the wilderness. Ain't nothing going on. You ever felt like ain't nothing going on? Turn out the lights and, and light a candle. Ain't nothing been going on in a long time. My cousin said, Pastor, I know the Bible says it's better to marry than to burn, but I smell smoke. <laughs> After God had given his instructions not to engage with heathen women, some of the men of Israel were invited and began to indulge in sexual immorality with the Moabite women. Y'all know those Moabite women? Let me tell you about the Moabite women. The Moabite women were those women that's, that's fine and attractive and know how to stand, know how to walk. They wear, no, they wear that outfit, you know, that just fits them just right. And all of that. That's the Moabite women. Now, it says that uh, the men, look at what it says now. It, it says, let me just go back there. While they were staying in Shatim, the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with Moabite women who invited them to sacrifice to their gods. Now, I wonder how this happened. That they got invited and the next thing you know they're over there. The people of God who seen God's hand move in their lives. And now they're out there in the wilderness and these women invited them to come and have church with them. Or worship to their God. And the next thing you know a whole bunch of men are over there. I'm assuming, the scripture doesn't say this but I know men. There are some men that were looking at the Moabite women before they invited them. Mm. Come on, y'all know what that um mean. <laughs> there were some men looking at the Moabite women before they got invited, wishing that they could be over there with them. But since God told us not to, I'm just going to say, mm. Because men are always looking. See, nobody will say nothing. <laughs> mm. Men are always looking. We see that. I saw that. And women know men are always looking. That's why some of them come to church dressed any kind of way. And you got to tell them, hey, you come into church. Nobody want to see all them curves and cul-de-sacs. <laughs> Loosen that stuff up. Men are looking. Don't be no more bite woman. What's wrong? I like this. Well, it ain't what you like. You got to, well, you're projecting something. 
See, you had men that were wishing they could be there and some men who wasn't thinking about it till they saw the women. So some man ain't thinking about doing nothing till he see you. So when you come to church or you go into the gas station or the mall or wherever you are, recognize that. That's why the Bible talks about dressing wholesome and dressing with modesty. There's still a place for that. You can be stylish and modest. You ain't got to uh, dress like the, the Moabite folks. Okay, women, y'all getting mad at me already? We just getting started. Why was the guy that was, man, get back over here in case somebody run up there. <laughs> you must be looking, amen. You done went back over there now. You can't help me at all. I thought you were sitting up here to help me out today in case I got attacked. Help me, brother Ray. You see somebody grab him from behind. But they didn't just show up. The Moabite women say, come, and they say, all right, we're ready. And there's a process that goes on in the thinking before they go over to start worshiping. There's a process. So these Moabite women, they say, come on over here and worship with us. Now, they wasn't just talking about come over here and stand before our idol and bow down and worship him. The Israelite, these men already knew how they worshiped. Baal worship was sexual orgies. That's how they worshiped Baal. Baal was the god of fertility. And in that arid culture, in that arid environment where it's dry, they say when it's dry like that, Baal must be asleep. And the way to get Baal woken up was to have a lot of sexual activity to wake him up because they, they believed that rain was Baal's semen. In order to get his semen to flood over the land, we need, to, we need to be erotic and wake him up with all this stuff that we're doing. And we don't care whether it's your mama, your sister, your daughter, your papa, whoever's in the pile is in the pile. And the Israelites knew that. We got invited to church. I like the way they worship. They knew that. And that's why some of them were saying, man, I, I wish I could go to church over there. I like the way they worship. We got to go in here and offer sacrifices. We got to kill a calf. We got to bow down. We got to tithe. I like the way they worship. Some was already looking. And then when some saw the Moabite women, they said, well, okay, if he going, I'm going. And then there was others, I guarantee you, been, was talked into it. Come on, man. Come on, man. We're going over there with a Moabite son. Man, we can't go over there. You know we ain't supposed to go there. Come on. Listen. All things are lawful, not all things are expedient. You know the, 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 the spirit is willing. But you know the flesh is weak. God said he'll forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He's faithful and just to forgive us if we just go on over there. He'll forgive. Come on, man. Come on, man. You ain't got to tell him but twice. Okay, well, I'm coming. Because <laughs> why? I don't want to be by myself. But look at where they were. Getting ready to go in and do a great conquering to receive God's promise. And right before they got ready to go in, here comes the enemy to draw them over to the Moabite women. A lot of times, right before God's getting ready to bless you, 
here come an opportunity to get you off course. Right when God's already promised, God already got your course set, and here comes the enemy to get you off course. They're, they're ready to get ready to go into Jericho. God's trying to get them ready. If you read the book of Deuteronomy, you'll see in the first few chapters, Moses, uh, Moses is re-emphasizing all the law, all the things that God's telling them and saying, if you walk in God's way, God's going to bless you. He's telling them over and over and over, trying to get them ready to go across that Jordan and live in harmony and peace and blessings and prosperity. The book of Deuteronomy means I'm repeating it again to you. And even with that, that's what happened. They got right in on the fertility rites of Baal. Right in on those sexual orgies and bowing down and worshiping the other gods. See, when you're ruled by your lust, you will quickly give up anything that stands in your way, even if it's obedience to God. You'll give it up. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thanks once again for joining us for this broadcast. We've been sharing with you messages on relationships, and I want you to continue to join us as we talk about marriage relationships, we talk about single relationships, we talk about, we're talking about inappropriate sexual abuse between a sister and a brother, we're talking about adultery and sexual immorality. All of these has to do with relationships. I want you to know that God is interested in our relationships and how we live and how we represent Him in everything we do. If you would like to hear today's message in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And you can listen to these messages or previous messages that we have aired on this broadcast. And I also invite you to go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And then join us in person on Sundays. God is moving in a significant way. Pastor Jackie is bringing the word of God. And so join us at 10 o'clock Sunday mornings at 16161 Old Humble Road. And don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore. You may need communion supplies, Bibles, or study resources, or anointing oil. Come and see us at the Beacon. It's right here on our campus. Call the Beacon now at 281-441-2885. That's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.